Chapter 20 The First Four Alvarkadian delivered a deeply heartfelt thanks to the owl that had just fluttered through the trees for the men gathered in the clearing promptly assumed that it had been responsible for the noise Adey how dare this stupid bird startle us slay the wretched thing at once exclaimed one No stay let's keep our swords and knives sharp for other worthy purposes such as beheading our enemies and destroying their very roots advised ravidasan what have owls and night birds ever done to us after all they are in fact our friends unlike other men they are awake all hours of the night aren't they just like us alvarkadian listening to this speech crept forward on noiseless feet towards a towering maruda tree more than 100 years old the ancient one's thick roots had sprawled all over the ground There were large spaces between one gnarly limb and another and even a cozy hollow underneath the trunk. Alvarkadian made the best of his hidey hole, leaned against the tree and eavesdropped for all he was worth. Where gold is concerned, we are secure as long as Tanjavur's royal treasury continues to patronize us, began Ravidasan. All we need now is the courage to fulfill our pledge and the strength to keep our secret. until our work is done hear this we must split ourselves into two groups one will leave for ilangai the other will journey towards tondai mandalam and await the right opportunity to carry out their task and remember both must be complete at the exact same time should there be the slightest lapse after the first force demise the second will be on the alert and that we must never allow now which of us is prepared for the task in ilangai i will no let me clamored several voices all at once we'll decide that by and by at our next meeting in pandyanade but there are a few things that must be completed before we get to it which would be the best route to ilangai queried someone Kodikarai is an excellent option should we choose the sea route but traveling there in the first place would be perilous a great many enemies abound not to mention every spy in the land far better to journey towards sedu instead cross the sea and land at madotam or thereabouts those who opt for the ilangai mission must be prepared to row a boat or canoe and swim in the sea competently which of us here can do the last i can No, so can I," came several enthusiastic answers. Our final task there would be to call upon King Mahindan. Nothing can be decided without an audience with him. Therefore, it becomes important that at least one of those journeying to Ilangai knows the Sinhala language. Ah, but there's our Soman Sambavan. Hasn't he arrived yet? Did anyone amongst us see him before this? Here I am," came a voice near Alvarkadian, and that. made him almost jump out of his skin nambi practically plastered himself to the tree mourning not for the first time his rotund physique that simply would not let him conceal himself anywhere in peace he was just in time to notice two more men joining the gathering alvarkadian peered around the tree a little and caught sight of them they were indeed the ones he had spied talking under the arasi tree on the banks of the kollidam welcome exulted ravidasan I was concerned that you might have been in danger. 
that perhaps you wouldn't arrive at all which path did you choose and from where the one from kollidam but a group of jackals surrounded us on the way and we had a difficult time escaping them explained soman sambavan i can understand fearing lions and tigers but why be terrified of jackals <laughs> mocked one of the men what can we expect of those who falter at the sight of them pray <laughs> ah but that's where you're wrong one can confront ferocious lions and tigers they attack alone face to face and it's easy to get the better of them jackals now those wretched animals always hunt in large groups and are stronger as a result wasn't that how those choras hunted down our illustrious king who was caught all alone would he have lost his precious life if he hadn't been mowed down by those cowardly scavengers we shall hunt down and destroy those dastardly jackals right down to the last pup soman sambavan growled an oath and behold the tools of such destruction and ravidasan displayed the heap of gold coins glinting in the torchlight soman sambavan picked up one and inspected it carefully the emblem of a tiger on one side and a palm tree on the other he exclaimed indeed chora gold with the parvetarier's emblem i as you see have kept my promise announced ravidasan what about you now i expect irambangari has some news for us he has and is quite ready to tell you irambangari accordingly began his tale i have duly followed your instructions and am now employed in the kadambur household as a servant but it was only yesterday that i had the chance to stumble upon something important the sambuvarayas hosted a banquet last night and a great many lords were present padavetarayar vanangamudi munayarayar malabadi malavarayar and the like the veil and dance and kuravai kootu were performed and the devaralan delivered a few predictions that will aid our mission very well everyone believed that padavetarayar's young queen had accompanied him in her closed palanquin padavetarayar gave the news that king sundarachodar was quite ill and not likely to survive much longer then all of them decided that aditya karigala did not deserve to be crowned king but madurandaka tevar in his place some of them entertained doubts about the pious prince's willingness to become heir padavetarayar declared that they would receive madurandaka's answer from his own lips and threw open the palanquin's curtains and the prince himself stepped out he was very eager to ascend the throne too and so they're falling all over themselves to crown a warrior who travels in a closed palanquin like a woman excellent everything aids our plan i believe it suits our purposes very well to have unrest among the choras no one will ever suspect us at any point will they you brought great news idambangari but tell us how did you learn of all this how did such a circumstance ever come about it was me they placed as a sentry while they talked among themselves at midnight about their precious royal affairs i did guard all right but i used my eyes and ears as well and did you manage to learn anything more while you did yes someone else was watching the midnight meeting and learning all he could from atop the fort wall ah oh, and who was he a top noted vaishnavite him and what did you do turn him over to sambuvarayar 
No, you, you see, I I thought he might be one of us. I even wondered if you had sent him. A very grave mistake. He isn't ours. That short, stout man who picks quarrels with everyone he meets. His name is Tirumalayappan. Although he has been known to call himself Alvar Kadiyan on occasion. Yes, yes, that's him. And I realized my error this very afternoon. Did you? How? One of Kandamaran's childhood friends arrived last night as well, but I learned that he had nothing to do with Parvetaria's meetings. He went to bed in a corner and slept that night away. This morning, I knew that the young master was due to escort his friend to the banks of the Kollidam, and I crossed his path a few times. My ruse worked. He asked me to accompany him. He stopped on the north bank and asked me to cross the river and get a horse for his friend. I asked him permission to visit my aunt in Kudandai, which is how I was able to buy the time to come here. This is all very well, but how did you learn the truth about the Vaishnavite? He clambered into the boat just as it was about to leave the north banks and made some sharp speech with Kandamaran's friend. Something in his conversation made me suspicious. I wondered if he was perhaps part of our group. He was loitering about on the south bank too, and I believed that he might have been waiting for me. I showed him our secret sign, but he did not recognize it. That was how I understood that he had nothing to do with us. You did what? Ah, what a grievous mistake! You shouldn't have shown him our secret sign. Never. Listen carefully, my friends. Our tasks are defined in both Kanchi and Ilangai, for that is where our enemies reside. But there is one who is far more dangerous than either of them, who would destroy us in a moment, and that is Tirumalayappan, who wanders about under the false name of Alvar Kadian. He is sworn to ruin us and our mission. He will do everything he can to spirit away our beloved protector, our queen, from us. Should any of you ever meet him at any time, anywhere, do not hesitate even for a single moment. Take your knives and plunge it into his heart. Should you have no weapon, use your hands and strangle him. Poison him if you can. Fling him into a river as a meal for crocodiles. Sweet talk him to some cliff top and shove him to his death. Treat him as you would a poisonous snake, scorpion or insect and crush him mercilessly under your feet. It would be best if you could actually manage to sacrifice him to Goddess Durga or Kannagi Amman. Do not hesitate or pity him for even a moment, for he will continue to hinder us in every way he can as long as he is alive. He must be a vastly cunning creature for you to deliver such a horrible death sentence, Ravidasar. Who is he? Who you ask? A chora spy, unmatched in skills and treachery. Yes, but whose? Now that's something I've been wondering about for quite a while myself. I speculated that he might be spying for Sundara Chodan or Aditya Karigalan, perhaps, but that was not the case. Now I suspect he might be working for that old hag in Padayarai, the Periya Pirati. Truly? Ah, but isn't she supposed to have dedicated all her time to Siva worship and temple renovation? Why would such a lady need the services of any spy? All a pretense, I tell you. That woman play acts with her devotion to Siva Perman just as that Vaishnavite does with his precious Tirumal. What sort of demon turns a vengeful satru against her own son? Why her brother Madhavarayan doesn't see eye to eye with her and has joined Parvetariar, hasn't he?
रविदास सर आर देर एनी अदर्स लाइक द टॉप नॉटेड डेविल आई हैव माई सस्पेशन अबाउट एन एस्ट्रोलॉजर इन कुडंदई ही लोअर्स पीपल अंडर द गाइज ऑफ प्रेडिक्टिंग देर फ्यूचर्स एंड पिक्स देर ब्रेन्स आई हर्ड रिमेंबर नॉन ऑफ यू मस्ट एवर सेट फुट विद इन इज होम ही श्योर टू ट्रिक यू इन टू रिवीलिंग समथिंग हु डू यू थिंक ही स्पाइस फॉर I haven't been able to find that out yet. Perhaps he answers to the false prince in Ilangai. But no matter. The astrologer is of little account. I do not count him as a danger. It's the Vaishnavite I am worried about. As I said, crush him without remorse the instant you see him. Perspiration drenched Alvar Kadian who stood behind the Maruda tree listening to this terrifying speech quaking with terror. was he even going to escape here with his life somehow the possibility did not seem to exist at that moment as if to make matters worse something had gotten into his nose and he felt the overpowering urge to sneeze nambi tried desperately to stop it he even stuffed a cloth up his nostrils to no avail sneeze he did a tiny muffled sound the west wind no longer whirled through the foliage the forest was still not even the trees murmured alvar kadian's hastily suppressed sneeze therefore actually did fall on men's ears i heard something behind the marudha tree said ravidasan at once one of you take a torch and see what it might be someone obligingly did so alvar kadian could hear him walk towards him the torch's light began to glow steadily brighter ah he was almost at the tree the light would fall on him and and What next? If Alvar Kadian ever managed to escape this terrifying ordeal, his heart fluttered madly. Nambi glanced around him, looking in vain for some means of escape. Nothing seemed to offer a way out. He looked up and glimpsed a giant bat hanging upside down from one of the branches, seemingly lost in penance. An idea tickled his fertile brain. He came to a swift conclusion. To think was to act. Alvar Kadian reached up and grabbed the bat and held it in his hands. The instant the scout appeared around the tree, he threw it in the man's face. The torch fell to the forest floor and began to dim. The man who had received a face full of bat floundered, slurring various unintelligible phrases. Hey, he, how, what, when, hey. Sounds of many feet thundering towards him, and Alvar Kadian decided that this was his moment. He ran for all his worth and disappeared into the dense forest. What is it? What happened? Came a barrage of questions and the man who had sustained a bat attack began to recount his terrifying adventure in some detail. For quite a while after he had made his escape, their speech echoed in Tirumalayappan's nervous ears. <laughs>